the Fiend, I don't need to wear a mask to let the darkness out. Kenny Omega and Don Callis, we make history. March 22nd, 2015, Max Wrestling Podcast was born. I was pissed when Drew got released. I thought he got highly fucked in WWE with what happened, and I'm stoked to see TNA actually using him the way that they are. 2,090 days ago. Five years, eight months, and 18 days ago. 68 months. In 18 days ago. 180,576,000 seconds ago. 3,009,600 minutes. 50,160 hours ago. <laughs> Count still. actually second time being on the night of christmas and then my wife looked at me and she said let me tell you something husband you got about five seconds to get us out of this trash <laughs> and the new promo champion is black bay and mia costello this should come as no surprise everybody else will also lay down this can't be disputed this is my ministry of heels. Everybody will follow me into the future. I am 
the Promo Climax Champion. And there's been a lot of ups and downs, and it's been a hell of a ride, and there's been some good times, and there's damn sure been some bad times. And I hereby officially retire from wrestling podcasts. This is me. Checking out the Madhouse. We respectfully decline your resignation. We don't want you going nowhere, homie. Oh, Captain. My Captain. They refused to let me surrender. So, for the 300th time, let's take it to the max. It's showtime. It also must be Thursday. Welcome to the show for the 300th time. This is the Max Wrestling Podcast, episode 300. This is your captain speaking along with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin, and the current reigning promo champion, King Mode II. Gentlemen, we made it. We did. Uh, we will also be joined by the current reigning predictions champion, and hopefully... He well, he hopes to become three-time knowledge champion, the Phoenix, who is also the co-founder of Max Wrestling, and of course, Travis the Walker Anderson is having some internet issues, as everybody seems to be currently for some reason today. Perfect day for internet issues. Thank you very much, Andy from fucking oh. Sky. Andy. Uh, uh, six months ago, this all almost came to an end, but thanks to overwhelming demand and support from the promo order from. RWT from Kenny Killer, Max Wrestling lived on, and here we are, 300 episodes. Now, we've got some special messages for some special people throughout the episode. Uh, we've also got some tag team trivia, just like the old days. So we're going to do a lot of you and Travis a big favor and skim through WWE this week. Yeah, right, because I didn't watch <laughs> Raw. Uh, okay, so a couple of things first. The 300th episode of Raw... Um, doesn't sound like anything special when you read about it. Uh, Vince was in Texas trying to bait Stone Cold into getting fired, uh, while Pat Patterson ironically flirted with a bunch of women. <laughs> uh, the sure. Ministry took on the Brood, but it was the main event cage match between Triple H and Kane that made me realize that this was actually the very first modern day wrestling I ever watched. 300th episode of Raw, February 1st, 1999. Oh, wow. Now that's full circle 99. for you. Uh, before that, I was just watching old videos of Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. And Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of heavyweight champion makes more sense than you. <laughs> um, so you think that's bad. The 300th episode of SmackDown was on May 12th, 2005. Heidenreich defeated Spike Dudley in 45 seconds. The second you said 2005, I got I got goosebumps, and I'm like, this is going to be bad, isn't it? It's so bad. Um, Chavo Guerrero and Eminem defeated Charlie Haas, Hardcore Holly, and Paul London. Um, uh, that beautiful title, Paul London and friggin' Chavo and the random makeshift tag team of Hardcore Holly and Charlie Haas. Yeah, that was probably the only good match on this, on this show, to be honest. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs, before he was... Very famous. Um, defeated Eddie Guerrero by DQ. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Matt Morgan defeated Funaki. Oh, God. This is when Matt Morgan was doing the stuttering gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, oh, boy. 
Booker T versus Kurt Angle ended in a no contest after five minutes as Angle practically assaults Charmel after beating Booker T down in the locker room. Well, you know why. Because he wanted to have bestiality sex with his wife. Yes. That whole angle. No pun intended. Jeez. Uh, however. Right. Hold on. Ah, the good old days. Yes. I got something to say. You know, you know what Kurt Angle wanted, Daz? You know what Kurt Angle wanted? He, he wanted to smoke. Well, also the fact that, I mean, he got it years later with Raka Khan. But at this particular time and date, Kurt Angle wanted the chocolate love. Yes, he does. He He's he very much into it. Um, sure. Now, fortunately, the 300th episode of Impact was a little bit better. Uh, this was on March 29th, 2010. Uh, it doesn't get off to a great start as Daniels defeats none other than Kazuchika Okada in a dark match. What? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it did feature a first blood match between Tara and Daphne. Uh, AJ Styles well, defeated Jeff Jarrett. He was Jarrett. Okada. Yeah. That, yeah, TNA, TNA didn't do a good job with Okada. Facts. Uh, Jay Lethal defeated Beer Money in a handicap match, and the main event was a six-man cage match, as Eric Young, Jeff Hardy, and Rob Van Dam defeated the band. Oh, God. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Sean Waltman. Oh, my God. I, I, I knew you were going to, because like, I was like, wait a minute, the band? That yeah. sounds like an NWO ripoff. Wait a minute. I think that was. And then right when you said it, I'm like, shit. Oh, that was a with terrible idea. <laughs> with Bubba the Love Sponge. Yes, yeah, speaking Thank of you. terrible I ideas, Bubba the Love Sponge. Well, you know what? You know what's interesting? Because we do talk about Marks and Moses being Smart Mark and Smart Mark Radio. Here's the thing, man. That's the good kind of Marks. Bubba the Love Sponge is the ultimate Mark. And do you know why Bubba the Love Sponge is the ultimate Mark? Uh, because of the shit with Hogan. I mean, when you're Hulk Hogan's best friend and you're such a super fan of Hulk Hogan and you let the man fuck your wife and film it, that's the ultimate mark right there. It's like, well, you got to think about it. It's Hulk Hogan. It's like if you got Ron Jeremy to fuck your wife. It's a big, it's a big name. I'm big trying name. to play whoever this fucking Bubba Love Sponge is asshole, like trying to be that guy. Yeah, forget like, it. Who's fighting some reason and everything? And he's having sex with him and he goes, I feel like a pig brother. <laughs> you think? You think? You fucked the man's Jeez. wife. <clears throat> uh, let's go, let's go to shit. slightly more sensible wrestling. Um, let's take a trip back to this past Friday night. It's time to recap the smack. Kayla has the opportunity to interview Roman Reigns, but he doesn't think much of her questions before Kevin Owens interrupts and challenges Roman to TLC. After being women's champion for over a year, WWE felt like randomly booking Bailey to tap out to Natalia. In a six-man tag team tribute to the late great Pat Patterson, all former Intercontinental Champions Big E, Daniel Bryan, and Rey Mysterio defeated Nakamura, Dolph Ziggler, and Sami Zayn. Kalisto then randomly walks in on Kevin Owens' interview, unaware of what a fedora was, despite wearing one. It, and, and it was never explained what the hell, what this was all about. Anyway, in one of those terribly cringy split-screen trash-talking sessions, Sasha gives Carmella a title match at TLC. Baron Corbin had some company this week in the rematch against Murphy with Blake and Cutler, 
who attack Dominic to distract Murphy for Corbin to pick up the win. And in the main event, Roman tries to murder Otis with steel steps, which is somehow not a DQ, as he then locks in the guillotine choke on Owens for the win before he and Jey Uso beat Kevin Owens down with steel chairs. And that was smart. Everything but the ending sounds like the worst thing I've ever seen since 2005. Well, okay. First of all, Kalisto, reasons. I don't know why either. <laughs> uh, we're doing an interview here, pal. Oh, nice fedora. What's a fedora? By the way, of course, of course it's Blake and Cutler because, as we all know, Wesley Blake is the former tag team partner of yeah. Murphy. And also, they got friggin' Jackson Riker on main event with Elias. Uh, yeah, keep him on main event because nobody watches main event. Ugh. Nope. <laughs> it's funny though. All just... the dirt she says they were firing him last week. They oh, should have. They, they still are. They're still. From what I keep hearing, that he's still in the talks of being fired, but they're trying to find something to do to, I guess, let his contract run out, and then he's gone. Or I don't fucking know. Well, you know what they could do, right? They can release him, and then he could go back to Impact as Gunner. Yeah. I don't oh think yeah, because you know he's not going to get heat. Just going anywhere right now, Mister. That dude got fucking Trump dingle in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like we said, the ending. Uh, Roman. It was. It was a straight tag match, and Roman just beats the shit out of Otis with the steel steps, and somehow the referee lets it slide. Because Sometimes. Roman and everybody likes Otis, but how dare you not like Otis? <laughs> oh boy. Now, um, not quite as far back, but for the first time. We're going to Monday night to recap Raw. Recap the Raw. Well, it doesn't have the same impact as recap. Yeah, it's not quite the same, but eh. Okay. You Three. say we're going in Raw? I mean, what? Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I broke dads. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Monday night because we're going in Raw. All right. I might actually use that. Okay. You should. <laughs> All right, let's 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 change the graphic. We're going back to Monday night now because we're going in raw. <laughs> Following more mind games from the Firefly Funhouse, Randy Orton demanded a match against Bray Wyatt before facing The Fiend at TLC. With a tag title match... Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Like... Like fucking Mr. Rogers, Bray Wyatt? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fucking get the hell out of here. <laughs> Return to like going it. in raw. With a tag title match set for TLC, Shayna suffered her third straight loss against Asuka after getting distracted by Lana, sending Nia Jax into the announce table. Following another nauseating Miz TV where Miz and the other Misses performed the worst Irish and Scottish accents I've ever heard, McIntyre and Sheamus cleaned house before McIntyre launched the Money in the Bank briefcase from the ring to the stage, breaking part of the Tron. Following Shelton Benjamin's loss to Kofi Kingston, it was Cedric Alexander who stood tall with a victory again after challenging Kofi after the match. In a 3-on-2 handicap match, AJ Styles, Miz and the other misses, picked up a win over McIntyre and Sheamus following an accidental broad kick to McIntyre. This led to a brawl backstage between McIntyre and Sheamus, which also led to Pat getting put through a table. Poor Pat. Poor Pat. Despite some assistance from Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy succumbed to Lashley's hurt lock, and in the main event, Randy Orton had Bray Wyatt seemingly beat before he transformed into the Fiend to lock in a mandible claw on Orton. 
That was so cool. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But hold on, wait a minute. So, is Drew going to get suspended now? I mean, he should. <laughs> but don't they get a pay-per-view next week? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you fucks. Wait, you, you forgot something. What did they forget? What happened? Ricochet and friggin' Dana Brooke beat Reckoning and Slapjack. I don't give a shit. They freak, she lost again. I know. She lost That's again. why I don't give a shit. Oh, fucking, oh, fucking Mia. Yeah, poor Mia. Mia. I know. Jesus. Terrible. Fuck. Terrible. Yes, Miz and the other misses. That's also a new name. You know what that reminded me of when that. they were doing this, when they were doing the Scottish accent, and the Irish accent. It reminded me when John Morrison. Came out dressed as Braveheart when he was feeding with Drew McIntyre in 09. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Terrible. Talk about your cringe. (sighs) Yep. Okay. Before the first round of trivia, here's the first of our special messages on our 300th episode. This is the one man with half an Instagram kinney killer. It's your boy. 300 episodes, Max Wrestling. Oh my God. I can't believe you guys have reached the summit. Um, you know, I say I can't believe, but really, it was always on the cards for you guys. Um, you know, I've, I think about that very first episode you guys had and, you know, the, the conversations we had in terms of wanting to start a podcast. And you guys have done so, so well. Big up to Dazzy, man. Um, you know, what a workhorse. Um, the amount of effort you put in um, to, and to see where you've ended up now. It's, uh, you know, it's truly, it's truly unbelievable. You know, I just want to say I'm very, very proud of, you know, how far you guys have come. I'm very, very proud of what is left to come. And I can easily say that you guys have continued, you know, a, a legacy that was left by Sunday Segway. And you guys have continued to push it and and continue to reach new heights that, you know, I, I couldn't reach. So and I'm, I'm very, very proud of that. So well done to you guys, you know, here's the 300 and here's the 300 more. Um, well done to every single one of you who have played a part in this. And uh, yeah, just good luck with everything for the future. And if you don't like that, you can choke on that slap nuts. Woo! Max ain't virgins. Hey! Podcasting for the very first time. Max ain't virgins. 300 podcast episodes worldwide and wrestlingwrestling.com is proud to be another outlet to bring wrestling fans wrestling trivia podcast promo series battles and of course so much more so each and every one of you ladies and gentlemen on the max wrestling team congratulations 100's big 200's big but 300 St. Virgins. Hey! Podcasting for the very first time. Max St. Virgins. Hey! Podcasting for the very first time. Do, do, Max St. Virgins. Hey! Congratulations, y'all. First round is an old favorite. It is 
Championship title sequence. And it's kind of an obscure one because Mike and Phoenix have got the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. Does anybody remember the Light Heavyweight Championship? Gilbert, man. Gilbert. I do. I just don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a, here's a bit of a test. Mike, who was the first Light Heavyweight Champion? I'm going to say it was, what was it, friggin' uh, Brian Christopher, who was Grandmaster Shexai? It was actually Paraguayo. Oh. Paraguayo. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking WWF. Paraguayo was a WWF Light Heavyweight Champion? Yeah, he was the first. Oh, God rest his soul. Okay. However, that's not part of your question. <laughs> yes. All right, cool, man. Uh, for the benefit of Phoenix, he's the one who was in the tragic accident with Rey Mysterio. Ah. That poor guy. He was only like, what, in his 30s, right? Yeah. Okay. And... For those who haven't listened to the traditional Max Rasson trivia before, uh, the way championship title sequence works is I'll go through a sequence of champions. All they got to do is tell me who comes next. Okay. Your sequence is, funnily enough, Gilberg, S.A. Rios, and Dean Malenko. Who came next? Oh, Scotty my too God. Hot. Damn. Scotty it was Scotty Too Hotty. Backlash. Considering he doesn't know that much about the light heavyweight championship. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Scotty went on a like an episode of SmackDown or something, and Dean Malenko won it back like a week later, and then they had a rematch at Backlash 2000. Yep. All right. Okay, one point. Next round is the Phoenix's favorite. Name the card. Okay. There is three dark matches. Well, technically two of them were in heat. So the first actual dark match uh, actually, I better go through the rules again. All they gotta do is tell me which pay-per-view I'm talking about as I go through each match on the card. Dark match number one. Too much. Brian Christopher and Scott Taylor, aka Scotty Tuati and Grandmaster Sexy versus the Hardy Boys. Huh. Was this like St. Valentine's Day Massacre 99? Jeez. How'd you get it on the dark match? <laughs> I remember 99, man. <laughs> Too much. I guess it sounded like a 99 paper. So St. Valentine's Day. Oh Massacre. yeah. You, you can narrow it down to 99, but St. Valentine's Day Massacre <laughs> is pretty obscure. Um, there isn't even a time recorded for that match. Really? Um, the two matches on heat, however, Viscera defeated Test in 2 minutes 20 seconds and Billy Gunn defeated Tiger Ali. Well, actually, it was no contest. Uh, versus Tiger Ali Singh lasted 40 seconds. Wait a minute. How does he have a 40 second match with Tiger Ali Singh on the friggin' heat, man? How does it end in a no contest after 40 seconds? What kind it of was worse? Probably something to do with Triple H and X Pac being in his corner. You know you deal. Well, I was gonna say I was about to say you know you dealing with the X Factor, but that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm guessing the first match on the main card would have definitely given away. It was Goldust versus Blue Dust. Oh, the blue meanie! In the- <laughs> yeah. Uh, followed by Bob Holly and Al Snow in a infamous hardcore match, which ended with Al Snow wrapped in a chain link fence in the Mississippi River. Can I just say? 
what a cold mofo Al Snow was up in that man. That Bob <laughs> Holly with no shirt on, you crazy bastard. Uh, Big Boss Man defeated Midian, Jeff Jarrett, and Owen Hart defeated D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry for the Tag Team Championships. Val Venus defeated Ken Shamrock for the Intercontinental Championship with Billy Gunn as special referee. The Corporations, China and Kane defeated DX's Triple H and X-Pac. Mankind versus The Rock in a last man standing match ended in a draw for the WWE Championship when they both hit each other at the same time with steel chairs. And, of course, the iconic main event was Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon in a steel cage. Which also featured the debut of The Big Show. No, wait, you're, you're getting it wrong. Okay, Paul but... White. Paul White! Yes! <laughs> Alright, are you both ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, one minute starts after the first question. Who did Ric Flair defeat to win his first WCW championship? World championship. Harley Race? No, it was Vader. Ah. In what year yeah. was the WWE Hardcore Championship introduced? 1998. Yes. In which country was Kane born? Spain. Yes. Who was the last person The Undertaker defeated in the WWE's 19th casket match? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> uh, I'm not really that great with casket matches. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go. Big show. Big it show, was yeah. Rusev. Last oh. question. Who did I interview in the 151st episode of Max Wrestling? No. I'm serious. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. ROH. Kelly Klein. Yes. <laughs> I had to throw that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I interview on my show? I don't fucking know. <laughs> fucking gimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, I'll take three out of five. No, no, I'll give you the point for that one. So that's three on the last one, and one for round two, one for round one. That is five points. All right. Well, no, I, first of all, when you said world title, I was thinking immediately going back, like, Harley, it's all right. I wasn't thinking of WCW, Vader, Vader. Okay. Ugh. All right, now, before we get into all this week's wrestling action, Phoenix is going to leave us as he is the current predictions champion and hoping to become a three-time knowledge champion. Phoenix, take it away. And, of course, we will see you on the Maxis. Well, uh, I haven't got it downloaded at the minute since I've got a new phone, but you can usually find me at the Phoenix 626. Oh, yeah, you lost everything. Yeah. What? The, the bloody screen came out my phone on over the weekend, so I had to run into town the other day to get... And luckily, I was due an upgrade, so I had to go get a new phone. Thanks. Right before Christmas as well. Yeah. Uh, bastard. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, like I said, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, actually, we've got the Undertaker's special Christmas Eve episode as well, so we will see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. 
Okay, brace for impact. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, like and share. And whatever pl- podcast platform you may, you may be listening to, don't forget to follow or subscribe right now and take it to the max every single week. Now, before I play this next message from Max Wrestling OG, uh, I just want to point out Evan mistook it for our 400th episode. But really? you know what? It was so heartfelt and genuine and a beautiful tribute to us. I didn't want to change it. And you know what? When we do hit our 400th episode in November 2022, I'll happily play it again. You know why? Because yeah, Evan right. McCaber is over as fuck. That he is. Um, but 400th episode aside, here is the beautiful tribute from, uh, I believe he started on the fifth episode of Max Wrestling, Evan Money McCaber. 400 episodes. 400 episodes. That's amazing. That's actually amazing. Um, honestly, when I met Dazzy, Dazzy Lee way back, I don't even remember, was that 2011? 2011, I met Dazzy Lee and, um, he had, um, cause I was doing my podcasts at the time and I wanted to have him as a host on my podcast. I'm, I'm really proud of you, Dazzy. And you know what? I'm proud of everybody who was a host for the Max Wrestling Podcast. 400 episodes, that's crazy. Dazzy, dude, you should be so proud of yourself for having that amount of commitment. Um, And I know it's been hard. This year in particular, uber, uber hard. Giggity. But you have been relentless for... You know what? Bollocks of 400 episodes. How long have you been doing podcasts for? How long? 400 episodes? That feels like... I don't even want to think about it. Frankly, you should be proud. I'm proud. I was... I'm, I, uh, I was... I am proud to serve... To uh, uh, serve... Um beside you with Phoenix with the with um Toxy Roxy with uh fucking um Anthony Walker everybody that I um that I worked with during that period this is an amazing an amazing um achievement and um I'm honoured to be a part of it. God bless you. God bless you and God bless the new um, cast of um, Max Wrestling. And um, here's looking forward. Max Wrestling. Over. Hey guys, this is Big Dave from the Attitude of Aggression Wrestling Podcast. Wanted to drop a quick message congratulating the boys at the max wrestling podcast on their 300th episode what a tremendous accomplishment and a great occasion it's funny to think that the two shows 
Attitude of Aggression and Max Wrestling launched at almost the same time nearly six years ago. And I'm thrilled to see Max Wrestling still going strong as Attitude of Aggression has been on a bit of a sabbatical lately. But Max Wrestling is definitely not. And they keep putting out fantastic content, great coverage of the pro wrestling industry on all fronts. Uh, Fantastic stuff like the promo competitions and everything like that. Just a a super quality show. I feel very privileged to have been involved in some of their episodes over the course of the 300 and had them on some of mine and and just everything about the guys that I met through Kenny Killer of the Sunday Segway. Of course, shout out to him. Uh, 300 episodes. That's a, a huge accomplishment. And these guys should be rightfully proud of what they've done. It's fantastic. And here's to 300 more tremendous episodes from the Max Wrestling Podcast. So, final resolution is this weekend, which means Phoenix is probably going to lose the predictions championship. Uh, okay. First of all, it was a surreal night on Impact as we opened with a Dynamite recap, and then uh, obviously it was gonna—it was always just going to be a regular episode of Impact because they taped it what, weeks ago, and they were just going to stick the interview with Kenny Omega on at the end. Um, but just to remind you that it was. It was a little bit different. They kept having Josh Matthews like talking over the shots of the bus, going, "I'm going to go into that bus later tonight and interview Kenny Omega." <laughs> we also had that a was very... thing all night. <laughs> yes, we also had a uh, very cool paid ad segment from Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone. <laughs> oh yeah, I might want to buy Impact. You never know. <laughs> Like this guy sounds like the fucking that like that like if it was like in a video game. I just might just buy this place. See you later. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I I love Tony Khan's passive aggressiveness. Yeah, don't worry, Ken, don't worry, Kenny. I could stop you from coming here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, you've been here before, Tony, right? I was here for one night and then I retired for eighteen years. That was very true. 2003, man. Him, Percy Pringle, Paul Bear. Yep. I remember. I remember. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, final resolution card. After a year of... Uh, uh, what? Okay, I'm going to cut that bit out because I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. <laughs> Whoa. You know who you were like? You were like the like you were like the dude in the wedding singer. Whoa, I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris Bay. Uh, is challenging Rich one in the main event for the Impact World Championship. We'll get to that for the main event. But first of all, Carl Anderson one on one with Ethan Page. Uh, honestly, don't know how to call it because there's rumors that Ethan Page is on his way out, and Carl doesn't have Gallows in his corner, so. I mean, Gallows can't be that far from coming back now anyway, so I'm going to go with Carl Anderson. Give me some Carl Anderson, because I think Swaggle will get involved. Swaggle, yes. Mini Luke. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Mini LG. <laughs> Mike. I will go with the machine gun. All right. That's a full house for Big Carl. So, Ethan, AEW, what are we thinking? What are we thinking, AEW? Uh, yes. So long as he didn't go to WWE. <laughs> he, I don't think he fits their mold WWE-wise. I don't know why the fuck the Rascals went like that. I know. Well, except, mm. except 
Oh, that's right. Well, still, but wasted talent, that move. They're going to get used and abused and not be able to fill potential, potential. But I understand because AEW's tag division is ridiculous right now. So mm. I get it. I mean, but I could totally see Ethan Page in AEW or NWA or NWA. I remember when that guy was fat. Like he had a big old gut. And like now look at him. I've been watching Ethan Page for at least, fuck, like six years. Yeah. Or he could go. We could go to Japan. That would be interesting because he has done some Japan tours before. I've been saying, I know everybody gets the whole biasness, but I tell, like, I say it to just about every quote unquote big name free agent, especially the ones leaving WWE. Go to Japan, lose everything you've learned and learn from them, and then come out here and you can adapt to everybody. Every, you can do the hard shit, you can do the crazy shit. You can do the boring shit, which which is why AJ is like, fuck it, I'm going to go to WWE. For dirt. I'm trying to make some money, not get hurt no more. Which makes sense. But Check out my Wait. giant bodyguard. Oh, yeah, look at this fucking guy. Apparently him and Matt Riddle get high together or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> bro nuts. Bro nuts. Bro nuts. Bro nuts. He's a part, uh, wait, no, yeah, he's part of say- his lawn crew. That's what it is. I forgot to mention that on on going in raw, that was one of my favorite parts of the night. Just fucking Matt Riddle go around trying to give everybody bro, bro nuts. <clears throat> and and then MVP stole the box, ate half of one, and threw them on the floor. Aww. Aww. <laughs> 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 All right. Next match uh, is Tennille Dashwood. And Caleb with a K versus Eddie Edwards and Alicia. Eddie Edwards and Alicia. Yeah. Really? Let's go with Eddie Eddie Edwards. Yeah. You know why? He's going to pin Caleb with a K. I mean, unless he gets himself DQ'd. You know what it is, too? He's a bit of a loose cannon again right now. You know what it is? I kind of like that, though. Alicia annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, she's not a great actress. Oh my god, friggin' I, when she was on Wow Women of Wrestling as Sassy Massey because she's sassy and she's from Massachusetts, Sassy Massey. Yeah, you can fucking tell that fucking accent, but don't be talking to me like this guy. <laughs> I'm like, you know what's whoa? You know what's interesting about her? Like she was well known on the uh, New England scene, New England Championship Wrestling, Sheldon Goldberg's promotion as Alexis Nevaeh. Taking on the likes of Mistress Belmont. But god dang, man, ever since she's come to Impact Wrestling, I don't give a fuck. And number two, she had more energy when she was in friggin' Wild Women of Wrestling. Here she just sucks. She makes me want to up Chuck. What the fuck? I'm not a fan of Alicia Edwards. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you fucking wicked retarded. Okay. I'm going to go either DQ or interference. So Tennille and Caleb with a K. No. The only reason I'm saying no is to piss Travis off because I know he loves Caleb with a K, Caleb Conley. <laughs> and don't you ever, ever call yourselves the revolt if you're not Caleb Conley. Do not oh. ever respect the revolt. Uh, Moses? I, do, uh, I told you I was going with Eddie. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's two. Just because I like him as a loose cannon. Two against one. And that ball snacking is wicked sweet. And also, just because just because you want to friggin' make fun of Alicia and her Boston accent. 
Yeah, it's fucking. I didn't Wicked come here alone. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh god! I make uh, fun of everybody with this fucking box. I like. I love Ben Affleck. I know I say that, but I fucking make fun of him all the time. Yes. Fucking same thing with with Mark Wahlberg. He's my guy, but yeah, he's got that fucking oh, wicked man. Boston accent. Mark Wal- the strength of Mark Wahlberg's accent. Fuck. <laughs> I fucking love it. You know what that accent gave me? You know what that accent gave me, guys? What? Good vibrations. <laughs> hey, there we go. My wife said that she will rob a bank and pay this man millions of dollars to sing that song one time. One more time. This is good vibration, just so sweet. He'll never do it. He'll never he do it. He'll never do it. Mark Cuban, I, uh... Mark Cuban will like he'll like he'll like I'll sign all my money to you right now. Do it. He'll say no. No. Mark goddamn Cooper. Did you ever see that awkward moment on TRL when Eminem's like, let's all stand around here in one big funky bunch and Mark Wahlberg looked like he wanted to punch the fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh don't one piss of, him off. Uh... Mark Wahlberg's best deliveries. I should have just got a Teddy fucking Ruxpin. <laughs> yes. Say that one more time. Teddy fucking Teddy Ruxpin. Fucking Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> <Teddy> <laughs> fucking. God damn it, I have to watch Ted immediately. Yes. <clears throat> um, okay. What else we got? We got... Oh, boy. Hernandez versus Falabar. <laughs> Wait, the best part is... Special referee... Kiara Hogan and special ring announcer Tasha Steeles. Man, I don't give two scores. <laughs> it's it's all over the water cash. You're fucking telling me, bud. Now they going in raw. She's a wolf. With Kiara hey. Hogan, I I get let me start this one. I don't give two squirts of piss about this match, but if I had to pick someone, I'd probably go Hernandez because due to shenanigans from Kiara Hogan and uh, yes. Tasha. I never hmm. realized before we actually started discussing it how predictable this card kind of is. Isn't it follow ball that big old fat dude? Yes. Yes. Let him go. Show him Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Mr. Moses Marquez, you insensitive motherfucker. He lost like a hundred something pounds, bro. Yeah, and then he gained like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, two hundred. That's it. <laughs> okay. Like, right, okay. Well, maybe two thousand. All right. There. It is a pretty that big works. wad. That fella's got of of cash. Next match. That's stupid wad of money. Wad. I was like, wait a minute, Daz. Where are we going with that? <laughs> we're going wild. in raw. That's where we're going. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Eric Young with Mickey Rock in his corner versus Rhino. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Joe Doring, I hate him. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's Woody Harrelson with Mickey Rock versus Rhino. <laughs> you know, I gotta. I'm go definitely with the gonna Photoshop this match card. Ugh, we, I gotta go with the former world heavyweight champ, Eric Young, over Rhino. Rhino. Yeah, it's not happening next week. It's happening this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. EY for me. Moses. EY. Again, it's a predictable... We've only disagreed on one so far. Well, I have, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to be different with your Caleb with a K. So. I, I, I'm thinking it's going to be shenanigans. Okay. I don't want to get shenanigans. 
Uh, old school rules, which is a posh term for hardcore match. Larry D versus Tommy Dreamer. So it's Larry D versus Tommy D. <laughs> this is you Dreamer. Come on, it's a hardcore match. You kidding me? I gotta go Larry D. Yeah, this one is actually pretty tough. I mean, obviously Tommy Dreamer's got the advantage, but uh, Larry D was literally set up by Tommy Dreamer to confess to the shooting. Uh, so, on the basis of revenge, I'm going to go Larry D too. Fuck with me. Now, TBA or Rohit Raju in the final defeat Rohit challenge. Uh, obviously, it's going to be TJP in some form. Possibly Manic. Uh, I got if it is TGP, I'm going TGP. So let's just say TBA for me. Well, I mean, what's well, who who random guy could it be? Could it be somebody cool? Give me the TBA. Got to be somebody cool. I don't give a shit. It, it's got to be TGP. Yeah, probably. Mike, I can see it being TJP under the suicide mask. Yeah. I don't know, he's just like, ah, it's crazy Steve again. <laughs> you know what it is? First of all, no, I don't want it to be crazy Steve again, for the love of God. I thought that was funny, but it can't be. It has to be something with TJP because of the interactions. And it has the payoff has to be TJP finally wins the gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, and I love Rohit Raju to death. That's my dude. But I got to go TBA. Okay, full house for TBA. TBA always gets some pretty good predictions. Yep. All right. And next match uh, is also the next match in the tag team tournament. The Sea Stars versus Havoc and Nevea. Oh, my girls. I love Ashley Vox and Delmi XO, but I see a Molly Whopping in their future. I got to go Havoc and Nevea. Yeah. Kind of a foregone conclusion there. Wait, is this in the yeah. tournament? I could have sworn the Sea Stars got eliminated. Yeah, they did get eliminated. Oh, Wait so a it's, just a, it's, just a, it's just a tag match. Uh, yeah, Havoc and Nevaeh then, if it doesn't mean anything. I'm still going Havoc and Nevaeh. Yeah. Agreed. Even more so now. <laughs> no, I mean, no disrespect to the Sea Stars. What the hell kind of name is that anyway? Well, it's because, you know, mermaids and shit, man. And they had a little shark who was jostling back in the day. So they had sharks and everything, you know? So the sea stars, man, from under the sea. You know what, what I'm saying? What the hell you is this baby shark shit? Baby shark, dude. Don't piss Nicola off, man. She hates baby shark. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, so I'm still going. Well, you know what, Mike? As yeah. soon as you started singing that song, you just reminded me that everything's better down where it's wetter. Hell yes, brother. Hell yes. Except for if your name is Priscilla Kelly. Fuck Ooh, you, bitch. Yeah, stay out of the Red Sea. Jeez. Stay out of the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Knockouts Championship is on the line. Deanna Perrazzo versus what? Rosemary. I'm sorry. Did Moses give his pick for Havoc and Nevaeh and the Team C Star? Yeah, I, I said Havoc and Nevaeh. Yes. I agreed with you guys. All right. I'm just making sure you were included. You know what I'm saying? Make it sure. Um, now we saw... Sue Young kind of dealt with. Um, so I'm guessing that, that feud's far from over, so there's no way Deanna's going to drop the title. Right? 
Right. Mike? I don't see Rosemary winning the belt as much as I would love to because I love me some Rosemary. It's got to stay on Deanna. Yeah. So, Deanna. Wouldn't it be funny if she actually comes back as Susie and defeats Deanna? I know, right? <laughs> uh, and like we said, main event, Rich Swan versus Chris Bay for the World Championship. Now, it may not be as predictable as we think because there's been a lot of hype around Chris Bay lately. We probably should also consider interference from Moose as well, though. Moose. Well, Bring that Christmas. old song, Ham. Yes, I love his ROH song. Are you ready to fall? Yep. But no, the thing with Chris Bay is, you know, he's, you know, look at his theme song. All he really needs is one shot. So maybe all he really needs is one shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still going Rich Swan. Okay. I, I'm still undecided, Moses. <laughs> hmm. Uh, you know what? Give me Chris Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know. Um. Pick one, guys. I'm gonna go Swan. Swan. Just because it's it's not really a pay per view. It's more an Impact Plus special. Like, if I think they're probably going to wait till Hard to Kill to actually, if they were going to change the title. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go yeah. with Swan. Swan. And that paper's not until mid-January, so they got time. Yeah, we got a few weeks. Queen Ojinaka. Did I say his name? Yes. Who's I that? remember this fucking loser. It's Moose. Oh, Moose. Name is. I just, because I, uh, I remember he played for the, he got drafted by the Falcons. So I, ta- I put in I put in a former Falcons that played f- or that wrestled or whatever, and the first name that came up, obviously, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> and then well, I was like, no, 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 what about the other guy? Goldberg well, I don't needs to fucking retire and stay retired. No, thank you. No, thank you. You hear this fucking old bastard talk? I've got like 50 matches left in me. With who? No, you With your son? So that's a grand total of 10 minutes. Yep. No, I think you're. I think you rounded the the, the one too high. I think that's about uh, uh six minutes. Okay. Okay. Six. Ten if you include all those fucking entrances you take for goddamn ever. Well, just like <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love them, but for fuck's sake, bro. It, I it... will say this. Go ahead. Well, why okay. would you say it? Come on. All right, I will say this. He's not like the classic Domino song. He is not a sixty-minute man. <clears throat> no, he's a sixty-fucking-year <laughs> man. Yeah, he's old as shit. Stop. Jeez. Okay. Like, uh, um, no good. Anybody catch Shockwave? No. No? Okay, I'll go through the results quickly then. Uh, Camille with a much more decisive win this week against Simone Sherry. Um, Aaron Stevens, the national champion, has plenty to say to Trevor Murdoch ahead of their title match next week. Uh, he, he looks much more comfortable in NWA than he was in Impact. And if you're not familiar oh, with... Stop, stop, stop. What did I say? First of all... Trev's awake. He played okay. a Liberace on Impact Wrestling, man. You know what? I Around... Not long after Aaron Stevens came to Impact is when I kind of stopped watching it for a while. Ah. And they completely dropped the ball with Aaron Rex. Yep. 
And he put Rockstar he, Spud with him. And they... Yeah, and shortly after that was when he introduced the Grand title, right? Yeah, and he was the Grand Champion, and then he lost to Moose. Yeah. Moose. Moose. Um, if you're not familiar with NWA, it doesn't matter, because Eli Drake and Watts did a great job in telling a personal story. Uh, Watts just punishing Drake for most of the match. And in the main event, Thunder Rose's no. third title defense in six days was against the Dirty Strumpet, Priscilla Period. No. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that one. No. I... You made me mad as soon as you said it, man. You friggin' messaged us in the friggin' group chat. Hey, Mike, guess who Thunder Rose's wrestled on NWA? Who, Daz? Dirty effing slut. I hate it! No, we're being a little bit more PG now. Her name's Dirty Strumpet. Dirty Strumpet, okay. Sorry. Or Priscilla Period. Press P squared. P P squared. Yes. <laughs> or the Red Sea. Oh, uh, I mean, all, in all fairness, the match was actually pretty good. But yeah, dirty strumpet. Wait, wait. What did she say to the ref again? By the way. Oh, so she threw Thunder Rosa out of the ring, and the ref told her to keep it in the ring, and she just looks at him and says, "I'll keep it in if you want." Ooh, keep it big. That's what she dirty said. Dirty strumpet. That's what she said. <laughs> and just in time for us to talk about the Maxis, joining us now is, of course, Travis Walker Anderson. Better late than never. Well, yep. you just didn't want to talk WWE. That's all it was. I'll sleep through it anyways. I might as well have <laughs> actually have slept this time. And a boy. At least it wasn't on air this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say. My snoring is not glorious. Oh no! No, I'm saying Travis uh, actually did fall asleep on the show before because we were talking. Did, did. Well, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Wait a just, last time I, I didn't forget to I, I forgot to mute my mic, so I, it was like snoring through the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were on the show there, Mister Moses Marquez. Then Travis fortunately went to sleep, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh boy. Okay. Um, voting is still open for the Maxis Awards 2020 Fatal Interaction and voting for the championship matches closes this time next week um, where we will also announce a stipulation for Phoenix and Alex Dorio's knowledge title match and who will be challenging Moses for the promo championship. You'll also, you'll also find out at the ceremony itself who will be facing the shape slash jester at Podcast Promo Rumble 6. What we do know is Daniel Crimmins and Travis do battle in the first ever tag team promo exhibition. First time. Um, Voting for the awards themselves, including wrestler, match, pay-per-view, and feud of the year closes at midnight UK time on December 19th. Go to maxtrustinguk.weebly.com slash maxis2020 to cast your votes. Uh, and then, funny enough, that after five years, WWE finally decided to bring back the Slammies, and they completely used the same designs that we used for the Maxis last year. I saw that. <laughs> Sons of Ugh. bitches. Seriously, who, who's the mole in WWE? From WWE, I should say. Is it Mini-Me? Is it... No, who is I'm not supposed it's to talk about the ball, but there's a bloody mole. Mole, 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 mole. You know what it is? It's that goddamn Adam Hopkins. That's who it is. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got more messages now for our 300th episode. They are from Cookie and a couple of surprises. So, 
Next message is please, monkeys in the truck. Congratulations, 300th episode. Wow. Mum? Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. What? Travis the Walker Anderson was Alexander? I thought he was the Three Musketeer. Oh, hell no! Bruh. Huh? What's that? Oh, the camera's on? Oh, wait. Hey, I gotta call you back, bitch. Okay. Hi, my name is Emir Costello. You may remember me from such promos as, Hey, Larkin. I kicked your ass in the King of the Mike tournament, and I'm never giving you a rematch. Or, who knew losing to Moses Marquez could ruin your entire life? Ah, and who could forget the promo, Lewis from Evolution of Pro Wrestling wants to take over my group, so I'm gonna completely overreact and start a civil war. <laughs> Good times. Well, you may be asking yourself, how could I possibly get myself into such situations as these? Well, I'll tell you, it's thanks to Max Wrestling. When I first met Dazzy Lee, or Dazzy Leah, as I used to call him, I actually stopped him from posting content in RWT because I didn't want him to have to compete with my boy, Moses Marquez. And now Moses is a Max Wrestling general. What the fuck? <laughs> Dazzy and I went on to have an amazing relationship from that moment which resulted in Max Wrestling and RWT having a great partnership. You know, thanks to Max Wrestling, I've been able to show you many different sides of me. I, of course, am speaking of such characters as Black Bane. Oh, and Black Burnham. How about AT Wrestler? And who could forget the Kingpin? I've also had the pleasure of waking up at the ass crack of dawn California time what's also known as 4AM, so I can make many appearances on the Max Wrestling Podcast, where listeners have heard me take a morning piss, stalk a Starbucks barista, and use words such as my niggly. That's our word. Our word. Allow me to address the Max Wrestling Podcast listeners by saying, let me tell you something, bitch. Did that pop you? It's my catchphrase. It's kind of a big deal. I am so proud of Dazzy Lee and the Max Wrestling Podcast. 300 is a big number. And I have so much respect for all the content that came before me, for everything that I had the pleasure of being a part of, and for everything that's to come. May the doors of the madhouse Never close. Hi everyone, it's your girl Nicola. Um, just wanted to say congratulations to Max Wrestling on 300 episodes. You get promos, you get trivia, you get predictions, talk of wrestling, you name it. These dudes are amazing and I love you all. Do you want to see a magic trick? How I can one minute be here and then the next something totally different. Let's see what happens. The snap of a finger and I appear. Welcome to the Madhouse. 
Congratulations, Max Wrestling. The Four Horsemen and the Bird That Flies in the Fire. Similar to us. <laughs> Congratulations on getting to the top of the mountain and knocking everything down in the process. We are proud to be a part of this. The Demoness's home is Max Wrestling. Embrace the madness, embrace the darkness, everybody dies. <laughs>
No, you should have wrote. You should have wrote. <laughs> he beat Austin and Stone Cold. He's beat uh, Stone <laughs> yes. Cold and The Rock in the same night <laughs> in San Diego, uh, which was nineteen years ago yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep, crazy. Uh, that was as, as somebody else pointed out as well. That was also the last WWE pay per view to be on free UK channel channel four. Now the only thing with it being on the free channel was we also had ad breaks on a live pay per view. That's what everybody wants. So it probably overran like an hour. Easy. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you something on that card. I'm going to say it right now, and I love them because, you know, North Carolina, come on and raise up. But Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy, man, with Lita as a special guest referee, what a disappointment. Well, you know what? We also had a thunderstorm that night, I remember watching it live, and it completely knocked out that entire match. Oh. So Matt, Jeff, and Lita were all in the ring. Screen goes blank, and then it comes back on, and the match is over. Yep. And Jeff won. Yes. Uh, was that the first time they That's faced one on one? I don't remember them facing each other before what? that. Well, they had like a thing in like the King of the Ring in two thousand one, I think, very briefly, and that was about it. But they were still baby faced yeah. at the time. Okay, final round for Travis and Moses is five straight questions. However, okay. you have one minute to answer all five. Fuck. Uh, and okay. you need four to tie with Mike and Phoenix, what? all five to win. <laughs> God damn it, Trap. Hey, at least I got one right. <laughs> I would just like to, well, first and foremost, that was actually a very good guess. And you know why? Jericho on the rock as well. How could you not? When you said 99, I'm like, it's either got to be Jericho or Kurt Angle. So I was yeah, right. Or Big Show. Of... Or Big Show, yes. Derek, I mean, Wait, didn't Angle debut in 98, though? No, he debuted in 99, Sean Stasek. Who are you, the Phoenix, forgetting Kurt Angle's debut? <laughs> I think sure? he did a couple of, like, tryout matches in 98. And he beat up Tiger Ali Singh for blowing his nose in the American flag in 98 on Heat, man. Well, yeah. yeah, see? But that wasn't his official debut, though. No. Didn't it, matter. He was there, wasn't debut. he? There you go. <laughs> TV debut. Mark Henry debuted in 96. He didn't wrestle until almost fucking 97. <laughs> hey, Moses? Hey, Moses. Shut the fuck up, Moses. Eat my shorts. Well, Phoenix is already gone, so somebody's got to ask for extra points. There you go. Can I have extra points? That's about four right there. (laughs) Okay. Your one minute begins after the first question. And, of course, either one of you can answer. First question is, Solofa Fatu is the real name of which Hall of Famer? Oh, my God. God. Ron Simmons? Oh, God, oh. no. What the hell? Rikishi. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know. Uh, um, Rikishi. Fuck, I was going to say. Question two. Kevin Steen defeated uh, Davey Richards for the Ring of Honor World Championship in what year? Oh, fuck. Um, uh, 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 fuck, I was watching this whole thing. Two, 2010? 2012. Okay. Fuck. Shit. Who retained like, the no, that's too late. WCW World Championship in the last ever War Games match in WCW? Hold on, one more time. Who retained the WCW World Title in the last ever War Games match in WCW? Um, they actually had a War Games match for the WCW. My title. guess is my guess is DDP. It was Kevin Nash. 
including NXT and Divas, how many women's championships has Charlotte Flair won overall? Time's up, but I'll Jesus let you answer. Christ. Uh, I'm going to go with like 13. 12. I was gonna say, oh, fuck, I said that so in my close. head. I'm like, no, it's <laughs> uh, And the final question would have been Kurgan, Giant Silver, Violent J, Luna Vashon, and Sable were part of which Attitude Era faction? Uh, Not right this century. About as obscure as you can get. <laughs> uh, Mike? The Oddities. It was the Oddities, yes. Oh, that's right. I mean, I only remember Kurgan. Oh, my God. Those fucking weird-looking facts. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, I would just like to say I had to mute my mic. Oh, and I And I did mean to let... No, you're fine. <laughs> because I was trying not to laugh. Because Salofa fought too. Rod Simmons. No, when he said that, I was like, fucking hell. Like, Rod Simmons? Wait a minute, Travis. Hold on. Rod Simmons' real name is Ron Simmons. <laughs> Nah, just don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Daniel Bryan sounds like a real name, but his real name is Brian Danielson. Well, first and foremost. I mean, it could have been Sin Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> could have been CJ Parker. Yeah. I blame the lag. Yes. <laughs> um, also, Kogan actually made it to a WWE video game. That is true. He was on Attitude, and if you... Uh, click on the character screen, his voice just comes up, Kurgan! <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I'd rather deal with Glacier's dumbass. Uh, Mike, should we give them the obscure final question I gave you in Phoenix? Yes. Yes, please. In a throwback yeah. to Anthony Walker, their mm-hmm. final question was... <clears throat> Who did I interview in the 151st episode of Max Wrestling? <laughs> Genuine question. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a shoot. Okay. Um, fuck, I don't know. The clue is, is Ring of Honor. Uh, oh, Ring of Honor. Um, Unlike Anthony Kelly Walker, Clark. I'm not... Yes. Unlike Anthony Walker, I'm not claiming credit for getting her a job. <laughs> I actually <laughs> believe I got him a job in ICW. Massimo Italiano. Italiano. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, that's technically two questions I got right. That's better than most of them. <laughs> Fuck everybody. <laughs> However, Mike, you and Phoenix are still victorious. Alrighty. Um, uh, well, first, the but it's clue just for shits and giggles. Would, yeah, but the clue would have been great because I was about to say, you said ROH, I said, the woman who is one of the people that says you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast every time we go to break. Yeah. Who's one of the things we had, yep. Uh, okay, it's it's Thursday and not a normal one because um, I said that last week as well, didn't I? Impact yes, kind of stole the show this week. Um, and then, of course, we were looking for the aftermath on Dynamite. So we'll do NXT first. Because it featured the return of Finn Balor, or as my iPhone likes to correct it to, Finn Blair. Yeah, Finn Blair. <laughs> Finn Blair. Uh, his return is interrupted by Peter Roon, and then Kyle oh, O'Reilly. They all sound Irish. Only one of them's Irish, they but do. they all sound Irish. Peter Roon and <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, 
<laughs> Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> reminds Finn that they have unfinished business. Then Damien Priest joins the party to throw his name in the pot. And Balor just leaves all three of them to argue and tell them it's up to Regal before turning around to be confronted by Scarlet. So quite a lot oh, yeah, happened in the... Tell your boy to be ready because I'm ready. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then Priest kind of sealed his own death warrant. Yep. Some shit. Do you tell your man to stay in the car while you come and deal with his business? Oh, you shouldn't oh. have said that. And we'll find out why a little bit later on. Uh, mm-hmm. Backstage, Peter Doon is attacked by Killian Dane because, of course, he <laughs> tried to decapitate him with a car door. Dead. You try to end my career, Killian will you? Killian Dane, dead. <laughs> that one other guy, dead. <laughs> try to end my career, will you? Um, yeah, that of course like set up a match leprechaun. between <laughs> later on. <laughs> uh, Jake Atlas got another win. Um, it was a good match. Yeah, his, win. his success is picking up a little bit over Isaiah Swerve Scott, much to the dismay of Swerve. He wasn't happy about it. He w- he was not about the handshake and the sheer utter disgust on on all, uh, on Jake on Jake Atlas's face. I was like, oh, he's pissed. I mean, I don't even remember the last time we saw Swerve, so. He's, I don't know, I see this guy doing his podcast more than anything lately. It <laughs> fucking sucks because he was all about the, he was in the Cruiserweight Championship reign, or like in the picture, and now there's just some fucking weird dude I've never heard of who's apparently the number one contender. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grizzly Young Veterans defeats uh, Imperium and the Walmart Young Bucks in a three-way mm-hmm. tag. Very decisive. Whoever uh, ever eyes. They, I know they're fucking geeks. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, they are nerds. They're like, oh man, we're not man. You fucking, you guys wrestle. I'm like, oh my god, get just get fuck out of here. Then go, get, go. <laughs> uh, Io Shirai attacks Tony Storm and to brawl into the arena with a little bit of assist from Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this was the case what was the point in setting up Raquel pinning EO in war games for reasons yeah reasons uh, there's, yeah. there's been a lot of complaints about that war games match yep it was the worst booked thing I've probably ever watched I will definitely say the result made no fucking sense no well, okay let's, let me drop some history real quick I don't I've seen most of the war games matches I'm really thinking my absolute hardest of what War Games match had the fucking faces with the goddamn advantage. I can't really think of one. And then they and lost then on anyway. On top of that, exactly. Well, they lost anyway. But on top of that, you have the faces having to get heat on a heel, who then another heel comes in, makes the baby face save. They're in there doing shit to do shit. None of it made sense. None of it was a story. Nothing was nothing. And then you have fucking crazy ass EO jumping off the thing in a, with a fucking trash can over her head. One, if she would have landed like Pat McAfee landed later, dead. Ball yeah. game. It's over. Like, call it an end. And then on top of that, Dakota Kai, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Like, you stomp the shit out of the, this can. You can't pull her out. She's obviously hurt, but like not hurt to the point where she can't do nothing. But this this whole what was it the uh, the spot where fucking Candace grabs the chair oh, that and I'm like oh you see her put the chair on top of you and I'm like okay don't jump 
And she jumps anyway, and I'm like, okay, that pissed me off. And then it broke fucking Candace's arm. Poor Candace's arm, man. So it's like, what in the fuck was the point? And then they lost, then EO lost so goddamn bedsheet clean, it's not even fucking funny. It's, right. it's, le- it's legitimately right. one of the worst, like, booking decisions I've... I mean, I, I understand where they're going, and I get that, but this could have been done with minimal thought. Minimal I mean, thought. It made you no could sense have for easily, the story You could have easily injured Eo, and Eo's uh, dead. Now she's laying on the ground, and then she needs to make the baby face come back. So rather than play oh hot potato with oh i'm gonna hit you with this ladder so you stay outside but i'm gonna keep coming back rather than oh think to myself i can just climb this cage and jump in she battles with fucking goddamn raquel for 10 minutes trying to get into the fucking door like an absolute moron well i hate the fact that raquel gonzalez got the pin but also look at it from a stance of Number two, I don't want to see it. And number three, but at least tell, I guess there's a new challenger for EO. Eh, somewhat, kind of, maybe. Trying to try to add a little positivity to it. It, it made oh, no, no sense for the story either, because the whole point of the match was revenge for Shotzi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Raquel <laughs> Gonzalez pins the champion. What, what cool take, f- though. Like, did Road it's Dog a- book this whole thing? Maybe, maybe it was the dog of a man. I don't know if it was Road Dog for sure, but a man booked this match and he made these women look like shit. (laughs) I blame Terry Taylor. What did Terry Taylor do? He's back there doing something. Friggin'. Oh, that's what you get for being back there doing something. (laughs) Red Rooster. It's the fucking Red Rooster's fault. That's it. Just blame the Red Um. Well, that's a. Pretty nice segment. Well, actually, there was a segment before we get to the guy again. It was uh, Champa defeats Cameron Grimes while Thatcher keeps a close eye on a match. Uh, and then Grimes just made Thatcher. the mistake of stepping up to Thatcher and pretty much gets his ankle broken. You dumb shit. <laughs> like, why would you do that? And can I just say that the uh, when 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 Timothy Thatcher like has you in a hold and he's grinding you down and he's snarling, it, it soothes me. It's like the greatest thing ever. It's it's. I love Timothy Thatcher. Like like Cameron Grimes is great, but Timothy Thatcher is my hero. He he did it so smoothly as well. Just grabbed the ankle like nothing, and you know, who are you? It's definitely not me. Ankle pick. Mm. Love it. Okay, now we can segue into the Gargano's celebrating um, as Johnny presents Candice with a trophy of Shotzi's head. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was this shit? Uh, well, we got a new faction apparently. I, hope, I I don't know if they were trying to like paraphrase the Mandalorian with "This is the way" or whatever, but they kept saying "That's the way." Oh no, they—that's you know Johnny. That means fucking giant nerd. Of course. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of man. This is just me, man. Because as a young man watching BET and watching, you know, like Beat Midnight Love, and I'm talking about maybe a little 106 on Parkwood Free and AJ. Kind of reminds me of the old Jill Scott song. Is it the way you love me, baby? Taking it back to my R&B days, man. Jill Scott. But that has nothing to do with this because you know Mandalorian. Because Johnny Knight, Johnny Freaking Gargano's a nerd. But I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> Fucking left it's... field if there ever was one. God damn. It's not a regular episode unless we get a pop culture reference. 
Yes. What the hell is his left field? His left field can go, my guy. That thing dinged um, off the post as to stay fair. But, but you know, damn well, fucking Mike wasn't watching BET for the R&B from the 106 Park. He was up at 3 a.m. catching the after dark. Hell yeah. And maybe some Rap City with Big Tigger rapping in okay, the basement. Yeah. Hell yes. I fuck with that. <laughs> All right. While, while we're on the subject of, like, BET and stuff and pop culture, then, Mike, you'll appreciate this. I just binge-watched all six seasons of Sister Sister on Netflix. Sister Sister. Oh, that's badass, okay. Yes. And then, Never knew that much. I missed you. Yeah, one of the twins is in a new series called Family Reunion, which is pretty good, too. All right, check that out. Well, is it Tia? Because Tamara's the one with the mole on her face. It's Tia, yes. Ah, Yes. Now, okay, which theme song would you rather have? Would you rather have the first one, Sister Sister? Oh, uh, yeah, they they changed, they did like a different intro every two seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Uh, well, I prefer the, the last one. Oh, the one, the one with, one with a bit more soul. The one with a bit more soul in it. I got my own mind. Do my own style in my own time, yep. All I've, right. I've opened up Pandora's box. That you did. That you did. <laughs> uh, okay. Where were we? Oh, the Garganos, yes. Uh, Priest looks for revenge, but he's brutally attacked by Carrion Cross, who makes his official return. Moited. Molly whopped the boy. Moited. Uh, oh, and Austin Fury's a moron. That, well, we knew okay. that. That, that. That's not just my general opinion. That seems to be his new gimmick. He's a moron. He's a moron. Moron. But, yo, I was so pissed at TakeOver when I saw him unmasking it was that douchebag. Uh, I was... <clears throat> And then he paraphrased one of the greatest lines in yes, WWE history. Yes, fucking... Mm. Well, he, didn't, he didn't paraphrase it. He said exactly how it was, but in a different context. Mm-hmm. Goddamn it. This fucking loser. He's like, it was me, Austin, pointing to himself. I'm like, okay, you're a prick. <laughs> like, you're just a fucking prick. Uh, do you know what? Austin Harry should have done that when he was on Master Suicide. See, that would have at least been cool. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it looks like we get, we're getting Karrion Cross and Damian Priest. I don't know what the hell's going on with Gargano. I'm guessing Leon Ross got to get a rematch at some point. Yeah, probably. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've had your 15 minutes of fame. I need to see yep. Thatcher in there or something. Give me somebody fresh. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody fresh. Gargano's a free-time freaking champ now. And that's what I'm saying. Time to bring in somebody brand new because he only he never he never defends. Well, not not never defends. He always loses in his first defense. Yeah, it's it's very rare for anybody to hold a championship in NXT multiple times. Mm. Well, they they feel bad for him because they don't think they ever want to give him the NXT title again. Yeah, and also he never wants to go to Raw or SmackDown, so they got to keep him around doing something. Right. <laughs> he Which would, I respect oh him so much for. <laughs> I don't even know what they would try to do with him in, in the main. Like, Vince would look right at him and be like, okay, well, you can go sit in the back if you want. Well, he got his taste when they brought him and Champer up. Okay, we're going to put you in Raw. Okay, what are they going to do with us? They're going to reunite uh, DIY, but we're currently feuding. Yeah, but it, it's Raw. Yeah, but it's DIY. Come on, now you're going to do it yourself. Okay, I'm never right. coming here again. <laughs> Boy, yeah, no shit. <laughs> That they don't have the wherewithal to talk to the guy that is in the same fucking, you know, writing room and like, hey, are they in a feud? Oh, shit, they are. Oh, okay, we couldn't put them in a tag team together. Vince walks in. I don't give a fuck. 
and walks away. What the hell's his problem? Nobody getting a steak. He needs another steak. We've still got a supply of DIY t-shirts. We need to move. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> I would hate to see what they did to either one of them if they ever did get put on Raw or SmackDown. Uh, I mean, Champa might be okay if they let him go full heel. But the only way he'd be okay. Lost. Gargano's heel could not work in the main. No. It just barely about works in NXT. Well, because you don't feel like he's a heel in NXT. No, you feel like he's an idiot. (laughs) Exactly. You feel like he's an idiot. Like he's kind of just fucking lost his marbles. That's the way. (laughs) That's the way. Uh, Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. I have one final thing to bring up about this whole thing. So, talking back to pay-per-view. When the fuck did Johnny get so goddamn rich to hire fucking uh, Retribution to come out and be like the 15 different fucking Scream Mask guys? Wasn't this guy bitching about a free TV? Yes. He can't go buy a TV, but he's got all his money to pay these fucking <laughs> dorks to interfere in this match. <laughs> and a Hummer. And a Hummer. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard can't buy a TV. He's got a Hummer. He's fucking paying all these geeks. He can somehow have an entire pay-per-view in, in his house. Probably. Like, that, that takeover in your house, he left his house, went through the door, and ended up in the NXT arena. He said, yeah. He said, you remember that whole uh, takeover in your house? Like, remember that whole in your house thing where they give away a house? You don't get the house. It's my house. He slams the door. <laughs> so, basically. And then he, the first thing he does is put up that goddamn picture of Doc Hendricks. Oh, yes. Basically, Gargano is... Uh, rich and tight. Exactly. He, he's he's basically Scrooge. He is. <laughs> he's the he's the same height as Scrooge. Yeah. No, he's shorter than. <laughs> well, maybe Scrooge uh, McDuck. But... Champa can be the ghost of Christmas past. Well, yeah. Look at that beard. Works perfect. That would work. <laughs> uh, who can be Tiny Tim? Can't be Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Priest is definitely the ghost of Christmas future because he's future? big and scary. Uh, if, if not Leon Ruff, uh, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> oh, Cameron Grimes, <laughs> Grimes can definitely be the ghost of Christmas present because he's so jolly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. We just completely rewrote the Christmas Carol with the NXT. You're welcome. Yes. Happy Christmas, people. Now you're going to get an Undertaker version in a couple of weeks. Now just imagine this when you're all hammered on eggnog. Yes. Which version of Christmas Carol is this? The one with Johnny Gargano? Like, wait, what? (laughs) This is like the 15th version. It's okay. It's kind of funny, though. I mean, I, I am saying that, and I watched like what the first fuck? 11 Somebody's different versions. Somebody's goddamn car alarm's going off. Don't you understand? I'm trying to record a world-class podcast over here. We're Sam fucking Roberts. Okay. <laughs> Peter Doon and Goddamn Peter Killian Dane. Uh, we're in action. We've done getting the win with a little bit of assistance from Larkin and Birch, even though Maverick tried to help, but what the fuck's he going to do? Honestly. Absolutely nothing. That's what he's going to do. Nope. First of all, he's tiny. Second of all, there's two of them. Exactly. I mean, your wife stood a better chance on impact. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the main event, 
again, just doesn't really make sense because Raquel pinned the champion was Raquel Gonzalez defeating Ember Moon. Um, Why? So, yeah. Now that we've passed it, I'll do it one last time until next November. Is over. No more games. Unless, of course, you know, retro rewind. All right. Oh, yeah, we're going to go back to the old war. Actually, I just. No, there is a war games match. Duh. Ball brawl. Yeah. There you go. So, war games ain't completely done, but it's not war games. It's the, more of just the original like, war, war games. games. It's war games. It's whatever. I think it sounds better with Regal. Oh, hey, by the way, did anybody else notice, uh, or I don't know if you guys noticed, but did anybody know that uh, Pat McAfee went on his show with a neck brace? Yes. Selling okay. kayfabe like a motherfucker? That's how you do it. I love that guy. Wasn't one of the dudes, like, laughing at him for wearing the yes. neck brace? Yes. <laughs> He's like, what do you do? It was, uh, it was Ty. He's like, what, what the hell? He said, hey, I went through fucking hell last night, okay? He said, we <laughs> lost those goddamn scumbags the Undisputed Era. He said, it was a fluke. I, I love the whole thing. It's He's... he's he is legitimately our era's Andy Kaufman, but he can actually wrestle. Yes, that's a good he is, comparison. He makes like the it, it's he's not making a joke out of it. He's he's I guess he's being more of like a I don't know like a better version of Andy Kaufman because Andy Kaufman was just shit all over it. But that's how he got the heat. And, uh, Pat doesn't shit on it. He's like, oh yeah, I could do it too. He plays up that I fucking was a punter in the NFL. I could do that. It's no big deal. I'm an athlete. But so I guess in a way he pokes fun. But then he goes in there, shows you he can do it. But then he, because he loves the business, is sitting there and, and rocking kayfabe. And it's great. I love it. You know, what Pat, you know what Pat McAfee is doing, Moses? What's that? He's all about it. He's all about it. He's all about it. it. That's right. How you doing? Keep it moving. Keep moving. Okay, moving on to Dynamite. Uh, we kick it off with the Young Bucks claiming they haven't seen or spoken to Kenny Omega. Before being jumped Bullshit. before the bell by the hybrid too. Uh, the Bucks, however, do get the win with stereo knee strikes to Angelico. Angelico, right. whatever. In Helico. Helico. This is where I shorten it to just Helico. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. Um, it sounds. Wait, hold on, wait a minute. When you would shorten it to Helico, it sounds like a freaking gas station. Want to go to Helico in Texaco, man? What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, but when uh, you say Angelico, I just think of Rugrats, Angelica. Yes, Angelica. <laughs> Get some cookies. Cookies for Cynthia. The... Did you know that? Well, hold on. Wait, well, hold on. Before you see, you're not going to not just say Cynthia and not just going to say Cynthia. She's a really cool dancer. Cynthia, move to the groove now. Ain't that right, Desi? Dangerously? Nope. Yeah. I don't know my pop culture that well. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, Okay, next segment, we saw Cody and Sting come face-to-face as Aaron and Anderson and Tony Schiavone leave the ring. Sting does say he's not in AEW for Cody, at least not yet. yet. But he plans on being around for a long time, as Darby looks on. I kind of get the feeling that they didn't really know what they were going to do with Sting, and he was just kind of making it up as he went along. I have that funny feeling, too. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know what? Just go out there and just cheese a bunch of shit. That is exactly what it feels like. So he goes out there and he looks at Arn and Arn looks at him and I'm just like, oh yeah, you guys got all the history. He's like, well, 
I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the hell out of here. He heads <laughs> it back. And then, of course, Shivani, like a fucking 12-year-old Mark, and, and me in my kitchen at the same time. It's Sting! It was great. And then he's like, gave him a big old hug, and he walked away. And then, of course, Cody and him tried to be the badass. Like, I don't care that you're Sting, and you were my childhood hero. Fuck you. You're on my show. And then he still gave him a hug anyway. Yeah, there was, there was a wait. little bit of tension there between Cody and Sting. Well, yeah. Have you seen some of the stuff that him and his that, that Dusty and Sting have done to each well, other? Yeah. Come on now. Uh, but still, um, Sting is Sting. After the segment, Team Taz said some shit again. Whatever. <laughs> I, I fucking I love Team Taz. I don't know what the fuck he said. Every every time I look at I look at Hobbs and 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 Cage, I'm just like, that's a that's a group of beefcake right there, right there. I don't know what's happened. I just every time they speak, I don't. Care. I think it's because every time they speak, they just complain. Yeah, it's, it's all complaints. I love how Ricky was bringing up the. You see, you see this star, your star student hook. I'm like, was he really a star student though? Like, cause I didn't fucking hear shit about him. Oh yeah. And he's like, he's he's taming, he's taming, or he's training with the dojo. And I'm like, what? And then of course there's Ricky's fashion sense, which is even more off-putting. And I'm like, so you're teach, so you're gonna teach this fucker how to dress, and, and you're gonna have this giant fucker teach him how to do high flying shit, and you're gonna teach this and this other big fat or not big fat, you're gonna teach this other gigantic guy. He's gonna teach him what? How to, how to not be gigantic? <laughs> well, like, what is Hobbs gonna teach him? I mean, when Taz would train at the EC, the old ECW, you know, the House of Hardcore, and now we got the Team Vision Dojo. I mean, you're under the great tutelage. But I also look at it from a stance of it's just like you guys mentioned. They complain. And I know my main man, Dazzy Dangerously, over here does not like the shoes with no socks look still. So, you know, whatever. Who does? Don Who's Johnson. Really? Fucking well, redonkulous. Redonk. Redonk. I do like the tag team of Varsity Blondes, uh, Jungle Boy and Pillman Jr. Varsity Blondes. Varsity nice. Blondes. Oh, my Lord. Uh, however, they, they uh, came up a little bit short. Hey, Daz, can I, can, I'm going to ask you, what, what was the Varsity Club? The what, what? What was the Varsity Club? Pass. Oh, Pass? Was Rick and Rick oh my God, you don't know the Varsity Club? Rick Steiner, Mark, and uh, my Mike Rotunda, Mike Rotunda. Oh yeah. Rick Steiner, Mike Rotunda, and they were yep. coached by. Are you ready for this? Goddamn Kevin Sullivan, because amateur wrestlers need a fucking demon worshiper to coach them. Apparently, I don't get it, but it's hilarious. And then of course we got the Hollywood Blonde reference because Brian Pillman was Hollywood Blonde, but I had no idea that uh, Griff Garrison was an amateur wrestler. At least he better be. Don't be fucking making up shit. Yeah, my, my WCW history is bland, if any. Well, actually, that's some NWA history. Well, you know what I mean. Okay, my my Jimmy, yeah. my Jimmy Crockett history is there non-existent. Jim Crockett. <laughs> I was about to say, you pulled a Phoenix on that one, man. You said pass. Exactly. <laughs> he, he's not here to do it. He pass. definitely would have passed. Pass. I mean, they were the in WCW at one point. The Phoenix club, I question, is title reigns. They did. They did reform in WCW, though, right? I reckon. Um, not really. Wow. I mean, first like all, there was a. No, I'm trying to think. First of all, Moses got so mad at you, like when he got mad at Travis for not knowing William Regal and Dave Taylor were the Blue Bloods. <laughs> yeah. 
The guy uh, did the goddamn show with me, and he fucking reviewed Blue Bloods. And I'm like, how do you not know the Blue Bloods? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I understand. It's like, with Daz, he's like, well, fuck, that's like from the 80s. I don't fucking remember that shit. This fucking guy, like, weeks before had watched the shit. <laughs> Technically, I was right. They did reform for like a month in WCW. Oh, cool. Was it actually Rotunda and, and Steiner? It was Sullivan, Rotunda, and Steiner at Starcade. Uh, and then they broke up in January. Starcade what? Like well, you know who it's not, thank God. At least it's not when Barry Darso was Mr. Hole-in-One back in the day, man. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> You're going to that, Moses. You get to see Mr. Hole-in-One. I don't want well, hey, speaking of WCW gimmicks, Dustin Rhodes defeats 10 before he's offered the uh, role of 7 in Dark <laughs> Order. <laughs> I had Harold all day. He's all, he's all, hey, wait a minute. Isn't that his WCW name? I'm like, yep, I can sure is. This guy's going to be pissed. Yeah, we don't talk about 7. You don't talk about that. Well, we do, but he doesn't. Hey, as long as I get to hear fear me again, I'm okay with that. I hated the gimmick, but I like that part. Fear me. Just, uh, the fucking balls to do that gimmick. Jesus. Well, they team back up in 99. There you go. See? What a fucking weird-ass year. <laughs> and then again in 2000. Calling them Varsity Club 2000. Oh, and the, all uh, Japan. The, Ooh, the all attitude Japan. era is kicking off. Let's uh, let's re reunite the Varsity Club. You do realize Vince Russo was taking the book here, and Kevin Nash was on the book for a little bit, too. Yeah, bro. So what we're going to do, bro, is we're going to have the Varsity Club get back together, bro. Bro, here's what we're going to do. We got old timers. We're talking about legends like Jimmy Snooker. We're going to have him face Jeff Jarrett in a cage, bro, because, you know, he's the king of the mountain, and we know Jimmy Snooker can fly high, bro. So, yeah. Hey, who turned off my Jerry Springer? <laughs> yep. Him and Ed Ferrara. Booking wrestling while watching Jerry Springer. Yeah. That happened. Uh, now anybody I watching can't Dynamite. I Jim Cornette, but I love all of his old stories. <laughs> Me too. Uh, anybody watching Dynamite who didn't understand the seven reference, you're too young, bro. And you, and you know what? And you're probably lucky for that. Yeah, actually, yeah. You're, you're very lucky. Don't Google it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you will be utterly disappointed and may never want to watch Dusted again. Now, following a sit-down interview with Tony, uh, Brandy feels disrespected by Shaq and then throws Shaq a glass of water over him. Shaq Daddy came in. Look, he's very sorry about the disrespect that she came in with. Her. <laughs> she knows that you, that I don't mean no disrespect to Cody. I'll smack Cody around, okay? You don't tell Big Shaq Daddy what to do, okay? I'm a 15-time world champion, okay? I beat up Kobe. Kobe don't do shit without me. I'm, I was Kobe, okay? Kobe lived through me now. That was my Shaq impression. You're welcome. Now, you know what I would have loved him to say? You know what I would have loved him to say after she called him an overgrown asshole? What? Bitch, do you know who I am? I was Kazam. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't forget Steel. Yes. Oh, God. I would have loved it when he started rapping What's Up, Doc? Can we rock, man? I would have laughed if he would have started rapping What's Up, Doc? Can we rock? I would have been all about it. Steel was so bad it was good. Yep. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. I liked it, but I was like nine at the time. I was going to say, old. <laughs> I will say the movie Kazam was terrible, but the soundtrack was on fire. You got the Barrio Boys singing I Get Lifted. Yep. You got back to the dude with the fucking car. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Kazam was my shit when I was a kid. 
Again, I, was, when you were a child. I was a child too when I used to watch on Disney Channel, but as I said, I grew up and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cheesy. But the movie itself had its moments. Like, I am Kazam, ooh man, and we genie. Like, it had its rapping moments, man. And the oh. fact that she said he's about as interesting as his pituitary gland, so you know. I underestimated I was seven when Steel came out. Oh, really? Wow. Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> oh, I'm looking Damn. at the reviews now. It gets a 2.8 on IMDb and a 12% on the old Rotten. You know what's a really interesting, you know what's a very obscure basketball movie is when uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Frank Langella were in Eddie in 96. It's all the way live. You had John Sally up in there. You had Larry Johnson. You had all the basketball players up in there. You had friggin' Rick Fox up in that bitch. Friggin' getting all taped up to Drew Hills. Tell me. Oh, take it back to 96. Woo, woo. Jesus Christ. All Mike did was watch fucking videos as a kid. <laughs> MTV 24-7. I love you to death, Mike, dude, but I was playing football, baseball. I was wrestling. I was doing shit, man. I didn't watch half these movies. Hey, I man. mean, I've seen we, a bunch uh, of fucking movies, but not. We also got it. We also got a connection. Uh, Richard exactly. Roundtree was in Steel. He's also the badass, cool grandpa in Family Reunion, which we just talked about with Tia Maori. Yes, yep. Tia Maori. Tia Maori, not Mike Lowry, but Tia Maori. <laughs> wow. Moving on on Dynamite to the Ultimatum with the Inner Circle. Uh, Ortiz admits MJF has grown on him. Like um, fungus. Like fungus, yeah. Sammy Guevara f- decides to shake his hand, but he says, you know, one, one more thing and I'm I'm out. I'm quitting the inner circle. He fucking tells, he tells that shit right to Jericho too. And ladies and gentlemen, you're setting up for the ultimate baby face turn. God, I hope people love Sammy because if you don't, you're going to. Just stay God, away from Matt. Yeah, fucking far away from this guy. Please, come on, dude. Like, I, the, the baby face turn is inevitable now for, for Sammy. And I think I think the people could get behind him. I think I'm not going to be the only guy cheering for Sammy as a face. Oh, no, he, he's got some fan support. He's I just, just so I good at being he a heel. Be, oh, no, he's, he's, a, he's the, like a perfect prick. Yeah, It's kind of like the <laughs> best way to be a heel. He's a prick. You don't call you don't want to walking around calling yourself the best ever and and um you know Mr. Money's worth without being a prick. Yeah, but he's also insanely talented. That he is. That he is. I look at it from a stance as you know what I'm saying. I look at Sammy Guevara doing what he did. You know, talking about move, leaving the inner circle. He kind of channeled this inner Billy Joel. You know, he was moving out. So I look at it from a stance as well. Like yo, you got Sammy Guevara. From an high octane aerial assault standpoint, as long as he's away from Chris Jericho, maybe get the dub over Chris Jericho in the match. But Sammy Guevara, it's his time to shine. Sit back, relax, and unwind. Give him the TNT title. Let him go for that championship. You know, give him a nice little singles run. So I concur with everything Moses Marquez just said. Yeah, buddy. When the brain works, you agree with me, Attaboy. <laughs> um. Okay. After this, it was Eddie, Andy, and the Blade defeating Phoenix and Lance Archer after Penta is injured very early on in the match. Mm-hmm. After the match, Archer just cleans house. He, he By the way, Penta is legit hurt. Oh, yeah, he looked it. Just, just letting that be known. I don't know what full-blown yet. I guess he's got to get an MRI or whatever, but he is he's legit hurt. He got molly by Andy. That fucker. Who got hurt? Molly. Penta. 
Pentagon. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I said. And the fucked up thing is, too, is he's supposed to be in that AAA thing. Uh, the, uh, was it tri- uh, Triple Mania? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to be in it. Shit. Him, him and Phoenix. Wait a minute, hold on. You guys do realize that both Triple Mania and Final Resolution fall on the same day? Uh, but we can't no, predict I know that. fucking Triple Mania. I wouldn't want to predict Triple Mania, okay? We'll, we'll predict <laughs> it. We could probably get them all right. The refs, will, the refs will figure out who we are and then say, nope, fuck that shit. We're changing it. It'll be like when you I know go Mexico, one out of the ten refs on run the, everything. Yeah, it'll be like when I got one out of ten in the first AEW show. I don't fucking know who anybody right? is, but I'm going for this guy. Yes. <laughs> that guy sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, Triple Mania takes place on December 12th. It's the same day as Impact. I believe it's also on their Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. well, Twitch oh, wait, definitely makes the UK's dick itch. Well, yeah. We got <laughs> here against Laredo Kid. I'm trying to see if I know anybody else. Oh, so Los Lucha Brothers, we're going to take on Mysticist Jr. and Octagon Jr. and mm-hmm. Tejano and Rey Scorpion. Yeah, all right. That's okay. Right. I'm bad. Yeah, yeah. It's and then there's also going to be a very special Marvel match where apparently it's going to be guys dressed as Marvel characters. They're supposed to be very well-known guys, apparently Americans. Yeah, Rock that are going to be doing and the show. Americana versus Terra Purpura and Venonoi. So it's it's Venom, um, somebody else against, I think it's like uh, Captain America and I think Spider-Man or something. Yeah, something like that. I'm looking at this right now as we speak. I, oh, if I had it in front of me, I could tell you, but I don't have to think. So the women's match on here, you got Fabi Apache, who appeared on uh, Impact when they were in Mexico. You got Lady mm-hmm. Shani. You got Chick Tormenta. You got La Hydra, Hades, and Lady Maravilla. That should be a killer. I was about to say, if she was not Lady Maravilla, I'd have her be Lady Madonna, named after the Beatles, but I digress. There you go. Good Ain't that right, Des? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, very quickly, there was a brawl backstage between the women as Nyla and Jade, what's her name, attack Red Velvet before Serena and I think Swole intervened. Yeah. Swole's just always making the save these days. First of all, we got to talk about Big Swole, man. Not only is she a heifer, she is a horny son of a gun, man, ready to Damn DTF right. Alexander. Good Lord. <laughs> I have a freaking deal. Jesus. Good Lord. <laughs> That's like, why you... Why do you why do you think he put a ring on it, okay? I wonder if Cedric's like, like yo, my mom was on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. First of all, Desi puts some respect on her name, Jade Cargill. I know what her name is. I just prefer calling her Jade What's Her Name because nobody gives a shit. First of all, exactly. they all bollywalk for, for Brandy Rhodes again. Yeah. But... Well, I feel bad what they did to the Oran, but they're going to do it again. What did Red Velvet do? Red Velvet. Yeah, why, why, why were they beating her up? Because she's friends with Brandy Rhodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was this from... Uh, friends with Brandy Rhodes. Shot of Brandy? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Fucking Red Velvet's all up in this bitch, and I'm just like, okay, you're mostly used on Dark, but if you're friends with Brandy Rhodes and y'all are BFFs, you know, sisterhood, efforts, fuck them. Didn't they have, like, a tag team match together not too long ago? Was it, but was it on AEW, or was it actually on Dark, Trap? I cannot remember. It was probably dark. All right. Probably yeah, dark. Oh, yeah, that was another thing with Dustin Rhodes, the Dark Order. They called him the third most important Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck you. Uh, so my I, I was gold, bitch. 
I think it was. I think it was on Dynamite. Brandy and Red. Up against, oh wait a minute! So, I remember seeing it. They yeah. went up against. Yeah, went up against uh, Evil East and uh, Diamante. I think. Yes, I remember. Hey, so wait, my question is: Who's number two in the Rhodes family? Is it is it Pharaoh or is it Brandy? <laughs> oh, it's got to be Pharaoh. Got to be Pharaoh. Hands I mean, if, if Cody didn't have such great mic skills, Pharaoh would be number one. I mean, it's got to be Pharaoh because the guy fucking, he just paid for his knee surgery. <laughs> Dog got knee surgery. Dog's living the life. That's the goodest dog. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Tasha Price, obviously a jobber, got uh, a horrifying <laughs> debut as she took on Abaddon. Oh. Anybody else get a strange boner when Abaddon shows up? No, just me. Okay. I I don't consider it strange, but yeah. All right. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I consider it and then change your mind. <laughs> What's the chick that you face? Oh, it's pretty routine to me. Uh, Tasha Price. I've heard that name. Yeah, she's been around the way for a little bit. That's the one for me. You know, she was actually, I think, one of the people that was in the May Young Classic or like an alternate in the May Young Classic. I remember hearing her name come about. So, all right, cool. Yeah, most people who were in the May Young Classic but didn't get very far end up in AEW. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> yeah, watching that, I think it's kind of cool. You know, we actually have a fresh challenger for Hikaru Shida now, which I'm digging. Like I've been saying for a couple of weeks, they've injected some life into the women's division, and Shida uh, tried to confront her fears and just... Man, she smacked the shit out of Abaddon with that Kendall stick. That she did. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was such a sweet shot. Well, yeah, because she's afraid. Get away, you demon. It was, it was demon, bang. Mm-hmm. And then Abaddon kind of did her own shtick of Michael Myers' Undertaker setup, but she put her own spin on it. Nice. I'm going to call it right now. I'm saying she's going to take the title off of her. Oh, yeah. And then who the fuck is going to take it off her? Uh, I... While they've I got know. no... While, while they've got the opportunity with, you know, less... Live crowds. I hope they do something like Exorcist of spinning Abaddon's head round with the special effects. That would be awesome as hell. Um. Okay. Omega and Callis take to the ring to uh, cut the exact same promo they cut on Impact. Yep. Uh, like almost Lord. word for word. But why? Why? You want to know why? I guess you they really figured not many people why? saw it on Impact. I mean, they, they did get a massive no, spike. No, but... no, no. Taz, you're overlooking the whole thing. You want to know why they did this? Because fuck you, that's why. I'm fucking Kenny the Cleaner Omega. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. At least that's what I felt. This fucking asshole pissed me off, motherfucker. <laughs> I was so mad. Because I'm like, okay... Like what different, you know, what kind of different spin are you gonna put out? You know, like are you gonna say like you're gonna come out and pull the NXT move, like everybody in the AEW roster is on check, you know, be fucking ready. You need to pull Finn Balor, don't be fucking praying in my Katie later, you know, because people are shit apparently. You know, I just, I was just hoping for more, and Don talks the same amount of fucking time that he talked in Impact, saying the same fucking shit, and then Kenny with the same thing, and I'm like. So what was the point of you going to Impact? Is to tell them the same shit because you don't think they're going to fucking watch what we're watching? Because guess what, pal? They're on different days. And I'm probably going to watch both now. 
So, like, uh, the fuck was this about? I mean, so, it was so annoying. The, 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 and it was so annoying to the point where all those closet, hardcore WWE PP suckers are like, this is why WWE sucks. They're stale. One uh, fucking bad uh, interview, so, and they're stale uh, all of a sudden. I wasn't able to watch AEW last night, so I didn't get to see it. Did they, like, what was up with the freaking Lex Luger reference from oh, Tuesday? Classic Lex Just Express. Bus? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Like, was it was he, uh, when he was champion, he went on, like, a tour? Mm-hmm. No, the Lex Express, man. I'll be yeah, your Lex hero. Express. Oh, that was cool. after he slammed Yokozuna. Yeah. Because that was a big deal. Oh, God. I can't. I mean, oh, if, that was so bad. If both shows get a rating spike, then the plan worked. That was, that's the point. I mean, the, the idea is not to, to, I guess, overbuild or continue to build Kenny Omega. It's to continue to build this idea that he's going to be a collector. He's yeah. going to be this era's Ultimo Dragon. You're going to see him show up one day. He's going to have... He might have the Impact title, the AAA title, AEW title, maybe the fucking MLW title. You know? He can't travel to Japan, which I think if he does, I and I love I love New Japan. I, I do. I fucking do. But I legitimately think that if, if they go to Japan, the very, very first company they need to work with is Noah. I think that that's the best way to, to go because I you you already know that if they the the travel ban gets lifted and we can do the thing to, to, to Japan, they're gonna want to go straight to New Japan because that's where all of these guys were. New Japan. Guess what? New Japan kind of doesn't want to do anything with AEW. They, they they might, but now that Hill May is gone, that possibility has gotten a little more open. But I've heard nothing, and it's like now is the time. To go to Noah because Noah's got some of those outstanding wrestlers that nobody knows nothing about. Guys like uh, guys, uh, God, uh, like I'm trying to think of all the dudes I just seen. I am Ichi Marafuji. Thank you, Marafuji. I've been trying to fucking say his name. I don't know why I wanted to call him Mirashiro. <laughs> Marafuji, like Marafuji's over there. Like there's just a lot of really good talent. Look how good Eddie Edwards went when he was over there and he won the GHC title. Yeah, it's it's an it's a very popular promotion. You can get a working contract with those guys, and guess what? You could be that bridging gap between them and New Japan because you could take that relationship you have with Noah, and six seven months down the line, go up to whoever's running it in New Japan and say, okay, I want to bring your stars to America and make them stars here, and that's all they really want. We're not going to get an Okado. We're not going to get a whatever the fuck Naito was in in, in TNA. We're going to actually oh, I, see, huh? I said, oh, God, man. He was a part of that friggin' No Limit. Remember that, Daz? No Limit? Yeah. So, like well, I said, I remember little bits and pieces of when they tried. And they, like, they had, they had uh, Suzuki. Well, not Suzuki. Oh, my God. Um, no, wait. Was it Minero Suzuki in Impact or TNA no. for a little bit? No. No. Shinsuke Nakamura was. He was there. He even had the old school uh, fucking IWGP title around his waist. Yeah, he wrestled the skipper. Yeah, like so. My my point is, is like that was terrible, and AEW can make up for it. And then now that Impact is better, maybe they can make up for the mistakes being made. It's just 
I Triple H pulled out the whole, oh, we're open to business, we're open to work for anybody, as long as it benefits us. Guess what, motherfucker? This ain't in the business of benefiting you. This is in the benefit of the fucking wrestling fans. This is for us. This is for all the fucking years that you gave us the same dog shit crap for fucking ever. The fact that fucking Randy Orton is still in the goddamn main event title picture and the guy fucking debuted before I was a goddamn freshman in high school. Okay, I'm fucking going to be 31 years old. I have a three-year-old fucking son, and the guy's still a main eventer? It ain't Bruno San Martino in there, dude. Okay? John I, John Cena, I guess in a way I can kind of sort of understand it because he, he makes the names, and he's a better wrestler than Randy Orton. Randy Orton is as plain as they fucking come. And I love Randy. I'm just... New. I need new. And AEW, fucking you go into Impact, that's a start. MLW's next on the list. Do them. See who else in the fucking states we can work with. Make this shit legit again. Make it territory-based, even. That You know how great the territory days were? Fantastic. I can't shut That's up about them. That's why I do a retro show. <laughs> as long as, because he was talking about the belt collector, as long as he's not Austin Aries, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, I remember him. Do it right. TNA having a relationship with Noah as well back in 2017. Yeah, that's yeah, and then that wasn't too oh. bad. Yeah, it just got fucked up by Global Force. GFW. GFW. Yeah, blame Jarrett. With friggin' Chris Bordetsky and friggin' PJ Blackbeat and Robbie Roode for the uh, King of the Mountain title, then Bobby Roode won it right back. Brian Myers and Trevor Lee winning the friggin' tag titles and then losing it right back to the Wolves. Oh! And then we friggin' see people like that, you know what I'm saying, coming in. And they friggin' a big deal out of Chris Mordetsky. I'm like, the last time he was relevant when he was doing the peck pop of love on Monday Night Raw. Goodness gracious, man. Fuck that. And there's a little bit of a connection here because Noah also formed a partnership with Canadian promotion BCW. No, not the Order one from the video games. Border City Wrestling. Border City merged in 2010 with BSE Pro to create, wait for it, Maximum Pro Wrestling. Nice. <laughs> MPW. MPW. Ugh. You know what the best thing, though, with the Border City stuff? Because I know they do a lot of Twitch shows at Impact. But you know what Border City Wrestling did give us, Dazzy Dangerously, in 2005? No. What's that? They gave us Jeff Jarrett beating Raven for the NWA world title and the heel turn of one Chris Harris and James Storm, America's Most Wanted Baby. Oh. Well, we also don't have to worry about copyright infringement because Maximum Pro Wrestling uh, was founded in 2010 and closed in 2012. 2012. 2012. Okay, one last thing on Dynamite. MJF almost gets caught failing to lie, cheat, and steal with Jericho's bat against Orange Cassidy. Uh, But it's Miro who blasts Orange Cassidy behind the referee's back to help MJF retain the diamond ring. And then the show ends with Miro beating the shit out of the whole security team. Mm -hmm. Very strange ending for Dynamite. All because he turned off a fucking Xbox. (laughs) Yes. I still hate him, by the way. I still effing hate him. I don't care. I don't care about Miro. I think he's a zero. Go fucking fuck yourself. Yep. Fuck Miro. Thank you. All right. Well, okay. Let me put this as well. 
besides Miro, I'm also getting a little agitated because when the actual fuck did Matt Hardy turn heel and now he's freaking going all iconic and he reminds me of Big Money Matt from 2016. Isn't he? He is Big Money Matt right now. Where the fuck did that come from? Because he goes from freaking being, you know, deleted and the freaking broken and woken and all this shit. Watch BTE. Gotta watch BTE, guy. Fucking Matt does this shit all the fucking time and I can't stand it. I want to fast forward it, but it's it's honestly, it's funny. Because he's like, he'll be standing in there with the, the young bucks. And he'll be like, you know what? You guys remind me of me and my brother Jeff. And da 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 it's bullshit. And then all of a sudden, Matt or Nick will say something. And then they'll pan to them and they'll pan back. And, and then he's woken and you're fucking brr or whatever. And then then all of a sudden he's fucking counting money. And he's like, you know what? I've made more money in a week than you've done in all your years or whatever. And throws money in their face and walks away. It, he's, he's a fucking moron. He should stay on BTE because that's the only part he's funny. It's the worst. I hate it. That, but it hurts my soul, man. It hurts my soul because I don't care about Matt Hardy anymore. Nope. That that shouldn't hurt your soul. That should be reality. First and foremost, I'm a these big fucking Hardy. guys. These fucking guys debuted when I was in middle school. All right, Mister. I was in middle school still, man. Still legendary status. While you're sitting over here talking about derp 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 Japan. So I don't legendary. mind. I don't mind the legendary status. That's fan fucking tastic. But your legendary <laughs> status does not need to be killing young talent. Uh, Very true. Very true. Not to mention, his fucking brother should not constantly be a goddamn DUI joke. If you're going to fucking use him, fucking use him. If not, get rid of him. He's not a fucking DUI joke. Get over it. Yeah, he's made some bad fucking decisions. You don't need to fucking write it about that. Because then now you're giving this young group that, oh, all this was is Jeff Hardy. He's just a fucking alcoholic. He's just a fucking dude with DUI issues. How about we fucking play it up that this guy used to kill himself damn near literally just to put on a show for us. Can we do well, that? Can we stop making a fucking mockery of the guy? Well, true. We also well, we also got him with Riddle now, so that's good. Bro, no, it's and bro. that's fine. I understand that. And it's and again, I don't fucking understand how you do not get the simplicity of this character. The simplicity of fucking Matthew Riddle is gobsmackingly obvious. He is fucking Spicoli. Plain and goddamn simple. He's fucking Spicoli. He's going to make fucking weed jokes all the time. He's going to fucking, you know, want to be your bro. Because fucking when you're stoned, that's like the easiest word. It's one less letter than saying dude. You say bro because it's easier. Bro. You know, you're stoned. You can't do shit. What's so goddamn wrong with this? I don't understand. They fucking, they treat, he, he lost to Thatcher in NXT in this kick-ass looking match. Before even winning a fucking title, then he fucking dips over to the main and fucking Jackson Riker's getting more love than this fucking guy. Bullshit. Can't stand this shit. Mm-mm-mm. And, well, it's been 300th episode and it's time for us to tap out and bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and Instagram, if Instagram is working. Um, we're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. Cast Bizarre! And Anchor.fm. What the hell? 
And if that wasn't enough, you can find us, as always, on Wrestling With I Wrestling. I hope it was enough. Goddamn. Thank you to Andre Corbeil, as always. You can find me at the Captain 512 You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA92. And Twitch makes Vince's dick itch. So make sure you don't be a wanker and check out Anchor with Moses Marquez. Damn right. So as we said earlier, there's all there's legitimately all kinds of stuff up. Fall Brawl's up. There's a War Games match. If you need more War Games in your life, um, you get Imposter Sting and regular Sting, and then everybody gets mad at Sting, and well, you have to watch the rest of it. Uh, there's going to be a new – I'm finally back to regular just Raw and Nitro, so that drops Monday following up with uh, In Your House Mind Games. They're going to drop same day, both on Monday. I have, I've been talking about it for fucking months and months and months. Legitimately, the file got lost, and I hate computers right now for this reason. I had it recorded. It was getting. I was like gonna upload it. I'm like, oh, I'll get home. No big deal. I don't know what I did. I I have three hard drives, and and one brain, and they did not work that day. So, uh, <laughs> I finally fucking found it. So everything's gonna go up in a hurry. So, <laughs> stay tuned for that. Uh, football stuff is going out there. There's oh god, the football stuff is ridiculous. There's gonna be a mock draft. There's going to be a seven round, seven rounds of mock draft. There's going to be, that's right. Seven. <laughs> Dustin's getting mad as I said it. Um, there's going to be, we're going to talk about guys we should resign that are going to be free agents, big name free agents that should be signed the whole, the whole shebang. So stay tuned. Season's almost over anyway. So it's going to be a whole lot more of what the hell can we do to make the team better? AKA hire me as a coach. Good right. shit. And, he is the podcast machine, and this is why. Who's been on the mic with Mike? First off, that girl has my face. Sister, sister, booyah. And number two. <laughs> girl has my face. Okay, besides that, uh, myself and Brittany Savage and her scrunched up face talked about some Christmas movies and all that good stuff. There was the debate about Die Hard on the Pop Culture History podcast, so you'll hear that. Ain't a debate, uh, it's all- a fact. Hey, man, it happens. So she got a little bowed up about it. It happens for a couple minutes. Oh, so you anyways. wait till Netflix. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, Mr. Wait Till Netflix, you guys can check that show out. You can check out my latest interview with Samantha Cole, artist from the 90s. She's worked with Shaggy on Love Me, Love Me, Love Me, Sex. Shorter. Yes, oh, Shaggy, DJ. And she's tagged, and she's uh, toured with 98 Degrees, excuse me. A lot of interviews coming on that aspect, man. And, um... Yeah, man, StephenMikeShow.com, LaundryFC.com, latest episode with Sean Donnelly, the CEO, is up right now on all audio platforms. You can check me out, SMShow1 or MCL92 or Pop underscore Culture underscore Pod or LFC underscore Pod at Impact Rewind on many different Twitter accounts. I'm a wrestling fan. I got some LFC up in there. You can check me out each and every week on the Max Wrestling Podcast with my main man, Dazzy Dangerously, my main man, Moses Marquez, and my main man, Travis the Walker Anderson, Pod. I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere, anywhere you hear my voice you know it's going to be some good content and man i feel good right now so yeah max wrestling 300 episodes it's in the books whoop whoop oh yeah hell yeah yes and there should uh finally be some new net picks next week uh and the week after maybe next week and it's definitely a christmas episode coming as well yeah, man. in the meantime me. join us Next week. some tender loving care as we predict TLC. And it's also the last normal episode before New Year's Eve as we prepare for A Taker's Carol and the Maxis 2020 Fatal Interaction. Now, go home, Roger. That's the bottom line. 
Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. I want to love you, PYT, pretty young thing. I'll eat some love and TLC, toes, ladders, and chairs. And I'll hit you right there. Yes, I will. Truck got is coming for you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> champion to me is someone who is the measuring stick. A champion to me is someone who carries himself with the utmost dignity and respect. And a champion to me is someone who goes out there each and every night and shows you why he is the best at what he does and who works his ass off night in and night out. Question at hand. What is a world champion? A world champion is a person who holds the top spot in a promotion. They are the face of that company. Many people would recognize the word world champion and immediately think of some of the greats of all time. They would think of the Ric Flairs, the Harley Races, the Bruno San Martinos, the Kazuchika Okadas, the Kenny Omegas, the Unitos. They would think about the John Cena's, the Triple H's, the Stone Cold's, and the Rocks of the World. But what truly makes a world's champion? Dedication, drive. These are just a few things that make a true world's champion. Being a champion myself, I fit some of this mold. And one day I might fit that world champion moniker. But for now, there's only one man that we can name world champion. And he has it all. He has the heart, the drive, the determination, the talent, the wherewithal, the ability. And well, plain and simple, just the fucking swagger. This man eats, sleeps, and breathes world championship success. That is what makes a true world champion.
How's it going, everybody? My name is Master RWT Kingpin, Emir Black Band Costello. And let me tell you something, bitch. I'm here to show some proper respect to the captain, Dazzy Lee. You know, Dazzy Lee, we all know that you're the first one to show up and the last one to leave. You spent countless hours editing things and making everything beautiful for Max Wrestling and everybody involved. And you know what, man? When I think about all the championships that exist, whether that's the Iron Bank, or whether that's the Knowledge Championship, hell, even the Promo Championship, those are all just mid-card titles to me. But you know what? There is a title that's very prestigious, and that's the Max Wrestling World Championship. And when I think about all the glory that comes with it, myself and everybody else realizes that there's only one person that's deserving enough to hold that championship. And that's you, my friend. So it is with great pride, pleasure, and respect that I, the Kingpin, present you, Dazzy Lee, the captain, with the first ever Max Wrestling World Championship. Thank you, buddy. The Max Wrestling World Championship can be put on the line in promo and trivia competition. If you think you are worthy to become the face of Max Wrestling, well, then best of luck, because you will have to go to war with the new Max Wrestling World Champion, the Captain, Dazzy, fucking dangerously.